We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Jeremy White with Sneaky Joe DiBiase on WGR Sports Radio 550. It's the Evan to play this. Did you? Okay. I did. Just cold right I, off the top. I asked Evan to play Circle of Life uh-huh. in the post-Howard era. And I thought about asking someone on Twitter to do like one of those, you know, photoshopped videos. Sure. But I wasn't sure if I was Simba yeah, who's or Simba? your Simba or is anybody Simba. Anyway. Who's Mufasa in I this? Well, I, no, Ms. no, Rafiki is the one that's holding up so Simba. That's, that's probably Howard. Howard is, is he, Rafiki. Yeah, he's the old elder statesman who's. Yeah, I don't know. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Who's Actually, who. if we really want to play this out, it's going to get bad quick. Yeah. Howard is Mufasa falling to all of the the antelope below. Yeah. Is really okay. what is what Howard is. I think. Who's Scar in this scenario? I don't know. It's not. You important. can't be Scar. No, no, no. There's no. There's no bad stuff. That's it's, the thing. I I don't know who you are in this. Yeah. Maybe you're Rafiki. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Good morning. It's uh, Jeremy White, Sneaky the, Jody Biasi. The Bills drafting a running back in the first round is, is the Circle Scar. of Life? They know he's, that's Scar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Happy Monday. We're back. It was a, uh, a great, great weekend of sports in my life. You went to the Sabre game, I went think is what that means, Went to the Sabre game. I mean, yeah. I got a million things to say about how great that was. Watched a ton of the golf yesterday, which was super dramatic with great, just, yep. it, was, it was great. It was great. You know, we're, we're getting to uh, the NFL offseason. A week from today, we'll have movement in the NFL free agency world. So player movement is pretty much a week away. I'm, it was the Rodgers decision coming down this week. I was, who, I mean, who knows with this guy, yeah. though, right? It's tough. It's tough. It's so be a month. We're also riding a high, I think, with our soccer teams from the weekend. Yes, we probably both are doing that. So yep. uh, it's, it's, it's a good Monday. It's a good Monday. And how's the weather? The weather looks fine. It's going to be sure. chilly, but no ice storms or anything for the next week. So Although I did have to scrape my car oh, really? coming in here. Huh. Frost on the front windshield. Okay. Just a, just a little bit. I couldn't. It would not have been. I could not have driven though with it. Like it had to be scraped. Sure. Right. I don't. I gotta make sure I still have a scraper in my car because every once in a while you'll take it out, kind of banking on the season being over. But uh, it's probably a little early to do that. Maybe you watch some of the combine. I, I I did read a lot of the winners and losers from the combine, and it's uh, it's always tough to try and figure out if you're going to value it or not because you've got 
plenty of the NFL world that would say it doesn't mean anything, tape means more, and yet everybody goes. Right. And they watch it, and they interview players. So there's definitely something to get out of the Combine. What it is, well, we probably don't get all the information because it's about interviews. Then again, my, one of my favorite things from the Combine of years past is the video of the Bills and Brandon Bean watching Gabe Davis run uh-huh. and hoping he runs slow. Right, so they'd be able to get him late? Yep. Yeah. Hope he runs slow. Because mm-hmm. if he if he runs slow, maybe he, we can sneak him through a couple rounds and sure enough, they didn't. He got him in the fourth round. So, and who was that this weekend? Jordan Addison ran a really slow forty, he right? He did. He ran a very. He, I mean, for him, he was. He came in kind of light and slow. And the thought was, well, if you drop that weight, are you going to be faster? And the answer to that was kind of no. Anyway, like, right? What are you doing here? Are we? Are we going to get too hung up on it? The quarterbacks, of course, have to show out. I've got some guys that ran slow and some guys that didn't run at all. Um, Anthony Richardson was like setting records. Freak show. Yeah. So we're going to talk with Chris Trapasso coming up at 8 o'clock for a full recap of the receivers, the quarterbacks, the combine, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the different stories coming out of it. So Chris Trapasso will join us coming up at uh, 8 o'clock. Paul, we'll talk to Paul at 7 o'clock about the Sabres, who have a busy week. And I mean, it is packed to the gills, right? You couldn't, yep. could you possibly have more games in a week for a hockey team? They play tonight against Edmonton, and they've T- got tomorrow against the Islanders. Tomorrow against the Islanders. Thursday against Dallas. Yep. And then Saturday is the Rangers. The Rangers. And that's a that's a stretch. Yeah. It's not just a stretch of four games between now and Saturday. That's four, four good, teams in playoff yeah, spots. Yeah, I was, was going to say good teams. I'm not yeah. sure if the Islanders get the good team status, but yeah, they're in a playoff spot, and that game will be the biggest of the bunch. So busy, busy week from the Sabers, and I'll start there, Joe. So Saturday, I went to the game. My wife and I went to the game. We brought our kids to the game. Great little Saturday afternoon kids' day game. It was a makeup game from the blizzard, right? Because I didn't know that until I was yeah. at the game and somebody mentioned that. Yep. We did not initially plan to go to this game. I will uh, I'll flat out tell you the main reason that we went. I think the main reason we went. There's two. One, afternoon games, kids' day. That's That's a great little window for us to go and try and take the kids. And... They're still young enough that they can sit on your lap, so you only need two tickets. So that's nice. Nice. Two, the Tage Thompson growth chart, it got us out of our seats. <laughs> they gave away a Tage Thompson growth chart to the first 5,000 kids. So Really? It's, it's basically a flag you hang on your wall. Yeah. And it's how you can chart a child. How Yeah, as they grow. Yeah. Yeah, up to be as tall as Tage Thompson. What? <laughs> Is it six foot six? Yeah, right, yeah. So that... I saw that as a, hey, first 5,000 kids and thought, got to get it. It might be nice to have one of those. Yeah. And then that's one of those moments where what's most unbelievable about sitting there that day? Is it that they are wearing black and red? Yeah, nice. Is it that Tage Thompson is a superstar? Scores the first goal for them. All the time. He scores all the time. Is it that I'm actively going to games for children items because... Everything about Saturday was a dream come true for the Sabres. They're, they're just beating the heck out of the, the, the Lightning, who then went and got smoked by the Hurricanes. Yep. So it was a great Saturday, and the Sabres, they, they, man, they've certainly got some juice to them, you know? They, they make the right move at the deadline, and by the right move, I just mean they made a move to try to improve, and, uh-huh. and I want to say add to their core. You know, that happens on Friday. We're still here. This is our first show since Friday, so we haven't had a chance to completely break down the entire trade deadline. But 
it's um it's just a good time to be a Sabres fan. I think they've they've got a lot going for them, and the win over Tampa was a big one. It was a very big one. Well, the games are fun. Yeah, I mean they are scoring. They score five in that game. I mean, the black and red jerseys, I've been joking, half kidding with it all year. They've scored five goals or more in every game they've played in that jersey except one. And they lost to the Flyers? 4 nothing. Yeah. In fact, the game where this one was supposed to be. Yeah. They, they got made up. But otherwise, like they've outscored their opponents something like 48-23. to 23. They're 8-1. They, it's funny, they don't really win any other home games except when they're wearing black and red. But they score like crazy. And that is why I think people want to want to compare them to 0506 more than anything. Yeah, it's they're young, but that team was fun to watch. They scored. The other two playoff teams from Lindy's tenure after that, they're more defensive. So, like Granado, the way he coaches the style and whatnot, that's kind of why I want you you made this point last week. Greenway comes in, right? Greenway's got two goals on the year and he's got like 38 goals on his entire career. I think I've got to be at a point now with him where I think I I don't know what a guy's going to be with Don Granado until we see them with Don Granado. Like this guy could come in and score 18 goals. The latest, and it would be would it be that crazy? The latest example of that is Tyson Jost. Yeah. Tyson yep. Jost who was on waivers yep. and the Sabres picked him up. Hasn't he been a pretty nice addition for them since he showed up? He's on like a 40 point pace for yeah. 82 games, which is well above his career high. Absolutely, and that's he he scored the other night. Uh, the Sabres, as you make your 0506 comparison, the Sabres are third in the league in scoring right now, and in 0506 they were fourth. Yeah. So on a scoring yep. standpoint, I like the comparison, the depth of scoring. It's it's the kind of Sabres team that, you know, if you were to this time next year, Joe, ask somebody's favorite player, you'll get seven answers, ten, right. ten answers. Right. And in the last ten years, it's been hard to find even though you know they haven't been good and maybe we didn't like the team that much at all, you'd find about four guys that would have fallen in that. Like, you know, people like Eichel and yep. Reinhardt and Skinner. O'Reilly, maybe. Sure, maybe. Yeah. Kane, I don't know. You had a handful of people that you liked. But, right, it, but you know what the other thing is? At some point in time, well, no, at every point in time, you would have been able to be mad at somebody. Yeah. Right? Like, for, Poso was this for a while. You know, you're making you're making six million dollars a year, long term contract. Where where's the production? Skinner even for a bit. I that's you know, we've talked about the coach, but he was on lists at one point, the most overpaid player in hockey, scoring whatever he was scoring. Ristolainen, yeah. he always had him there. The goaltending, like maybe the goaltending is that answer now. I feel like you can look up and down the roster and who are fans mad at. On this team right now, who do they? Who uh, do they? Who are they kind of frustrated with? Yoki Haru, I maybe I right, know, right? Like, like he, there really isn't an answer. Does he rate enough to do middle st- Olafson? Olafson right now because Olofsson, he hasn't scored in a while. Maybe that's it. Middle stat every once in a while shows up and plays a great game. Yeah. Um. Or I shouldn't even say every once in a while. You know, he he's he's. He's been good for them this year. Even Olafson, I mean, like, yeah, he has not scored in, is it 15 games? Something like that? He's he's on a career high in goals. Yeah. Like, he's already set that with 20 games to go. He's at 23. Comrie, maybe, is the answer, right? Maybe. Maybe it's Comrie. The goal, but it's not the a long tending. list. It's no, not a long no, list. that's right. And it's certainly not the coach. People aren't upset with the coach when they trade for a player. Like, you, you started bringing this up. Greenway. Okay. Greenway. So, Jordan Greenway expected to make his debut tonight. Let's dig into what exactly yeah. he is. He is something the Sabres don't have, which is size and I don't want to necessarily say grit because sometimes grit can be a, a term that we don't like. But 
Physicality. Sure. Size, yeah. physicality at forward and is going to help the Sabres up front. And they are not a very, I don't want to say they're, they're not a big team. They do have Tage Thompson and Owen Power. And those guys are both very tall, very large. Samuelson. Samuelson's big. Yeah. So Greenway adds to their size, and that's nice. I love the move for a couple reasons. And when I say this, I hope it hits as intended. I now have a move I can criticize Kevin Adams for. <laughs> or sure. celebrate. Yeah. Because that's deciding to send a second-round pick out for a player that's not a rental. He's got two more years on his contract. So the Sabres identified Jordan Greenway as someone that they want a part of this thing they're building. He's $3 million a year. Is it three? Uh, uh, three. Yep. Yeah, $3 yep. million dollars a year and under contract for two more seasons. That is an acquisition that you could have made in the summer, and instead you made it now. So I yep. like the move because it is a, a bit of a piece they don't have. They didn't do any sacrificing of the future. It was interesting to watch Friday play out. So Friday's deadline day. It's Howard's last show. You know We're waiting for mm-hmm. anything to happen. And about an hour before the deadline, there were quotes from Granado coming out about how you know, it's important that we, we don't we don't give too much of the future away. And whatever it was that he said, the next hour, Sabres fans kind of prepared themselves for no acquisitions at the deadline. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, there's Jordan Greenway. Oh, oh, okay. They didn't sacrifice their future. They make a move. I'm not here to tell you Greenway is going to be the difference if they make the playoffs or not. But it at least indicates that they're not living in complete fear of dealing away second-round picks. Yep. They got a player and they got term. And it helps us see a bit more of what they see of this team and what this team needs. And I think with Greenway, a lot of what you'll hear is, if you get yourself in a playoff series, you need someone like this. Yeah. Who prevents you from getting bullied but not in the punching guys in the face way all the time. Just yep. just more of a presence out there. Yeah. He also, if you're going to add a player like this, Adams talked, he said the same thing, like, we don't have a guy like this that felt like teams were trying to push us around a little bit, and he even said it, like, he likes the way Cousins responds to that, and Krebs responds to that, but he just wanted another guy for it. If you're going to add a guy like that, I feel like this this is a fine guy to do that with, because you're not, it's not a net zero everywhere else. Right, like he does have a little bit of offense to his game, and defensively, like his defensive numbers are good. He's not like some defensive specialist, but they're good. And like maybe there's some penalty killing here. He did not do a ton of that in Minnesota, but he did some. And even like again, like looking at some of the numbers, we mentioned Jost earlier having career highs with with Granado in 2021. That's the COVID restart year, not the shortened year, but the restart year. Mm-hmm. He has 32 points in 56 games. I mean, again, that's about what Jost is on pace for now, like a 40-plus point pace. Actually, that's almost a 50-point pace for Greenway. And I would want to be open to that coming out here with Greenway in Buffalo with Granado. He's coached with uh, with Greenway before, the U.S. development program. So I'm open to there being more offense here. And if there isn't, I feel like they added a guy that at the very least – isn't he a long-term replacement for either Kyle Poso or Zemgus Girgensen, who are both free agents? Yeah, probably. Without as much offensive pop as Oposo, and 
you know, I don't know how much of that Gergensen's really has or really has ever had. The Charging Buffalo Twitter account, they put out like a three-minute or two-and-a-half-minute compilation of his best plays. I was actually a little surprised that his best plays are playmaking plays. Hmm. Like that year, actually, they mentioned where he had 32 points. He had 26 assists. But again, I'm not expecting him to go out there and have 50 assists in a season. Um, but I I think there might be more offense there than there is with, with Gergensen's. Maybe not. Opoxa scored 20 goals last year. Gergensen's has one 20-goal season, but that's because he played top-line minutes played, on, a, on a tank team. He right? played like, like 22 minutes a night. Yeah, yeah. He, he, so he got his numbers there. Well, hey, I'm, I'm excited to watch him. I'm excited to see a new Sabre, and for me, it's all about the term. It's not even just one year. It's not even the fact that they, they acquired a guy with two years after this. Yeah. That's the Chikrin term. Yeah. When we talked about all the reasons that Chikrin made sense, it was because... Why not? Two more years, cheap, and that's what Greenway has for them. So we're going to talk with a guest from the Minnesota Wild, that covers the Minnesota Wild, I should say, coming up at 9.30. So I realize it's a long time from now, but if you want to go back and listen to it, if you're you know driving in today, we'll talk with someone about that. We'll talk to Paul coming up at 7 o'clock as well. Tonight it's Edmonton, mm-hmm. and we do not get the watching Connor McDavid experience all that often. I mean, I don't get it all that often. He's on the West Coast, and yep. how many games – can I see that are not, you know, obviously going to leave, leave me tired. <laughs> is is tonight's experience going to be one of just a fear bunker? Am I in a fear bunker every time he's on the ice? We talked about him last week, his his goal-scoring streak. Yep. His multi-goal, it reached five. five he had, he had scored a, two goals five games in a five row. Five games in a row. Yeah. And when you watch him play, it looks like he could score on every single shift. So tonight, that's the task, is... Slow yep. that guy down. And the Sabres are not exactly a team that slows anybody down, right? I mean, it's the Sabres get themselves in shootouts, and they win when they score five, and they lose uh-huh. when they score two. So, I don't know, Joe, are you, are you taking the over for both teams? I mean, are we looking at seven, <laughs> seven to five? Seven to five, one way or the other. A race to six. Who, whoever gets to six wins. I probably, I mean, how many points does McDavid have tonight? What would his over-under be? Two and a half? I mean that's a big number for anybody to ever have, but he yeah, hits it might that be. pretty consistently. Yeah, I mean, even so, he doesn't score two goals in his last. He has four assists though in his last two games: three assists against Winnipeg and then one against Winnipeg. I, I mean, he's gonna. I think he's gonna light the lamp, right? Like the Sabers want to play up and down the ice. That opens yourself up to chances on the other end. I'll be interested to see also what the Sabres do goaltending wise, just the rest of the way in general. But you got the Oilers tonight, and you got the you got the Islanders on Thursday. Shouldn't you think? Right now, Craig Anderson's your best game, right? Fresh Craig Anderson is their best goaltender. So, do you want to deploy that against Edmonton and try to slow down McDavid, or do you want that in your four point matchup against the Islanders on Thursday? You probably want it against the Islanders, yeah, don't you? You might. So maybe it's Lucan in tonight, trying to read between the lines. Um, he, it's different him here this time because every time he's been here before, I've wanted to go to that game just to see McDavid. Like, just to see McDavid. He's a spectacle. You don't get to see him very often on the East Coast. He's here in town. I want to just go there to see McDavid. Tonight's different because you're in a playoff race. Now he's terrifying because now the games are important. Now the games matter. You're in a playoff race, and you've got the best player in the world coming to town, and you allow a ton of goals. So that is... That is scary. I mean, I feel like they could blow out Edmonton. They could get blown out by Edmonton. Um, and it's only one of, what did we mention here, four playoff games in a row, four playoff teams in a row that they have to play. So 
Just don't. Nope. There won't be Johan Larson lining up against them, though. At least we know that. McDavid, if you want his over under on points, uh, it's at one and a half. But that's minus, heavy minus. That's minus that. two hundred <laughs> to get <laughs> the over to get two points. Yeah. Which means you know. Yep. You're betting one to two. Twenty bucks wins you ten bucks for him to get two points or more. Yeah. Feel safe. Feel safe. But hey, you know, whatever. Bet responsibly and all that. It's um, Darlene being back too, though. Like, it's huge. Do we think he just shut down Tampa's top line on on Saturday? They got benched in the third. Yeah, they did get benched in the third, and Darlene had limited minutes in the second. Yeah, that, that was one thing I did not pick up at the game from the lower bowl with two toddlers was that Tampa decided in the third period to not play their best players. They, they didn't not, play a single shift. They didn't play a single shift with their top line. Yeah, which is wild because I guess you know the head coach. There's a big long quote from him saying that he didn't like their game. Is it like doesn't mean a, he kind of went on went on and said doesn't have to mean a whole heck of a lot. Just means for for tonight for this game it was they weren't helping us and they didn't play. Mm-hmm. That is wild. That the Sabers are not exactly yeah. the left wing lock <laughs> neutral zone trap smother you into oblivion team. Like if you are the Lightning, by the way, have had multiple come from behind wins against the Sabers this year. Or right, at least, right. or at least, come from behind and get it into overtime. Right, they won. Labushkin won in overtime after Tampa came back from two down. Yeah, yeah. And if they're down four going into the third period or whatever, I, I would have been totally comfortable to play my top players, even if they're not playing well. I'd have played them out of a slump, right? right. Just seeing if I can get anything because the Sabers. If there's if there's one thing about the Sabers team that might make you uncomfortable, it's the way they play with multi goal leads. They kind of just sometimes can back off. And that didn't necessarily happen on Saturday against Tampa because they added that lead. It, it, whatever. It was a great game. It was a great game. It was a bit of a bounce back from the Boston blowout. More, yeah. more so you might view it as righting the wrong of losing to Columbus. And to your point yeah. about the Islanders and should you be lining up your best goaltender for the Islanders, I'm, I, I get the point. I, you, you're so jam-packed on games this week. I've got, you've got a back-to-back here with Edmonton tonight. And then tomorrow you said is tomorrow's tomorrow's the Islanders. Islanders. Oh, okay. Tomorrow's the Islanders. Thursday's Dallas. For yeah. some reason, I had yep. those two swapped. Right. So you're playing on a back to back. Am I going to give Edmonton Lukanen UPL? Well, right. Would you rather that play sounds... Anderson if you would think I got a better chance of him playing at the end of the week, just to give him that extra day? Yeah. That's the one disappointing thing about the deadline is that they couldn't find or uh. didn't pay for an upgrading goal. Which, yeah. were there that many? The Kings went out and got Corpusalo. Vegas got Jonathan Quick. That's not an upgrade. Not yeah, an upgrade. There was not a lot of goalie movement. Was that it? It might have been it. I'm not sure another goalie. Cam Talbot didn't move. Nope. Um, yeah, that's it, I think. Corpusalo. Corpusalo was it. And he went in a deal with another player, with Gavrikov, to the Kings. Yep. So they did upgrade their goal, going from Quick to get to uh, Corpusalo. But other than that, I mean, should the Sabres have made that move? It would have been a gamble. And it also would have cost them one of their goalies, whether it's Comrie or Lukanen going back down. And I guess I'm I'm good with them not wanting to do anything too drastic. You're just kind of riding with who you've got. It Comrie's w- won four in a row. He His has. numbers are not great in the four. So he's doing the Lukanen thing? Yeah. Where you give up a bunch of goals but have a bunch of wins? Yes. Like Saturday, he gives up three. I think save percentage-wise, I'll have to look what it was, was his best game of the four he's won. And he gave up three. Yeah. They don't win unless they score four, though. Like, we know this team at this point, right? They will not win unless they score four goals. So the goalie's job is just don't let four in. Okay, well, 
highest scoring team in the league? Is it Edmonton? It's Edmonton. <laughs> this is going to be fireworks today. Yeah. Get ready. Uh-huh. Edmonton is tops in the league. The Sabres are third. Yep. Edmonton has 19 more goals than Buffalo. They have played three more games. So do the math on that. They're pretty close Yep. to the top two scoring teams in the NHL. Boston's in between them. So Edmonton won, Boston two, Buffalo three. And ESPN Plus tonight? ESPN Plus and yep. Hulu, which isn't that pretty annoying? Right. It's, I mean, I get why it is to people. I'm a cord cutter, so for me, it's not. But I've, I do get why it is. Yes. I've got access to it also, but it's yes, it's pretty annoying. And give me some Dan Dunleavy. You know, right? I'd rather have Dan. Yep. Give me Dan and Rob instead of. Do is got, it Bucciagross tonight? Got, do we got Bucci tonight? Saying yep. that uh, Sabres fans sold their tickets or something like that. So, oh yeah, he. Did, that's the last time he did it, right? Still bitter about that. It's not even true. No, it's not even true. I like Bouchergross because he is a champion of the game of hockey, and I think there's value in that. He's the college hockey. Yeah, he loves hockey, and he's you know he's a he's an ambassador for hockey. But I think he's good when he hosts. What's that? The, the point, the yep. show they do on ESPN two. Yeah. In the booth, though, it's not the same. No, something about him in the booth. It's I like don't know what, what it is. you know. It's like it's like watching the X Games a little bit. Where watching you're, wa- you're watching somebody come down the the half pipe on a snowboard and they're uh-huh. giving all these terms and you're like I don't know what that means yeah you know what's what's this guy talking about so anyway ESPN Plus and Hulu tonight Jeremy White Jody Biasi it is uh, Monday happy Monday you can join us eight oh three oh five fifty um the Greenway acquisition for the Sabers you know it's a big week for them Edmonton tonight Islanders tomorrow Dallas on Thursday as uh, things roll towards this this potential playoff spot. It feels like every week I'm going to be in here saying this is the week we find out what they're made of, and this is one of them. 803-0550 to join us on WGR. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.